Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Line Media presents the Business First Podcast. Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host, and today we are talking to best friends who became business partners, and the business that they started is a liqueur company called Kashid Beverage, so you know we're going to have a lot of fun today. Please welcome Ty Rashid and Daphne Carter. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for having us. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Um, Well, there are a lot of things for us to talk about today. Um, What's interesting, though, is you've been in business just over a year in a very competitive industry, and you have already won awards. Like, so please tell us, what did it take for you all? I mean, so the background story is incredible. So we want to get into that as well. But the big question for me is, how were you able to move so quickly to get this product, um, which is now on shelves, you've had a ton of press, you've won awards. I mean, most people, after they come up with an idea, it, it takes a minute just to even launch. But you have really moved forward um, with deliberate speed. And so for many of us who have either struggled with our ideas or struggled with moving our businesses forward, um, please tell us, like, what was it that made this, made you take off so quickly? You want to tackle that one, Daph, since it's probably driven by your husband? (laughs) (laughs) I will. There, There are a few parts of this, and I'll try to talk about each part individually before I share collectively how they came together. Mm -hmm. I think the first part, which is very important, is faith. Um, Tanya and I are both women of faith, and we strongly believe that our relationship with God preceded sort of any of the other dreams that we shared with him and what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So we actually went into this with very little fear around what could or might happen, but with expectancy that it would happen. I think the second part of this is that I am married to a serial entrepreneur who will say, let's go from an idea to an actual business uh, in less than 72 hours because of his background and his success. Mm -hmm. And so when he heard the yes from Ty and I that we were going to do this, he sort of laid the groundwork on the business side. So when it says it takes a village, um, it does take a village. And Ty and I both um, have husbands who are part of our village. Yes. And my husband with his business acumen really took this thing off. I think the third part of this, which is why like the success happened for us or what appeared to others may say is success, is that we actually went into this not to start a business. But to really make this thing called friendship, fun, and faith contagious, to make other women believe that like with your girlfriends, 
you can come together and share life, both the triumphs and the celebrations, alongside the deep valley moments with a little bit of good food and some drinks, you're going to get to the other side. And so that's a part of it. We want to share that. We don't. We didn't definitely go into this saying, oh, we're going to start a business. We wanted people to experience what we were experiencing as close friends. We were experiencing life together as mothers, as wives, as sisters, as aunts, as daughters. We were experiencing life and life was happening to us. And at some point in time, we decided that we were no longer going to have life happening to us. We were going to control this alongside our girlfriends. And so those three things all came together in Intersection Faith, having married to the village, the business acumen man himself, and then this piece around not wanting to start a business, but wanting to share an experience. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love it. And what I'd like you to expound a little bit more on is that piece of expectancy over fear. Um, because there, we run into people all the time who uh, say they are a faith, right? And say that they were guided or inspired or God put this idea in front of me, but they still are timid. And I can raise my hand, still timid in, ter- in terms of moving forward. And so I love that you said that you were going to move forward with expectancy instead of faith. And so if you could expound on that just a little bit. I will tell you want to take that? I, I will, and then you can add to it if you would like to. Um, let me say we started when we when we first knew that this is what we were meant to do and we were serious about it, we started that first conversation with prayer. We locked hands, we locked thoughts, and we prayed on that moment coming together and doing it a certain way and letting him lead us where we were supposed to go and having him guide our actions in our direction. That's how we started this. And we actually start every meeting with prayer. And Daphne and I, before any event, we take a moment. And and even, I won't, let me not say that we're never nervous, but in that moment, we always say he has put us here for a reason. And so all we're going to do is let him lead us. And we're going to walk through it in faith. And I think because of that, and we just tell this natural organic story, it comes across and people think that we're relaxed and we're comfortable and we're like owning a room. And we're like, no, you don't know what we were going through before we stepped on that stage. Right. (laughs) But again, because it feels like this is what we're supposed to be doing because he's laying all this groundwork and we just lean into it. It comes across so natural and so authentic. So the other thing that's very interesting about your business is, and on the show, we've had other friends who have entered into business together. We've also had married couples who have entered into business together. We've never had friends who've invited their husbands to be a part of their business. So there's not just two of you, there are four of you that are involved in this business. And what has that been? Obviously it's successful, but what I'd like you to share is what the formula is, and and maybe you you will be repeating some of what you already shared, um, that this continues to be, and and we know all relationships, all business um, relationships have their challenges, Mm -hmm. but you have been able to make this a successful formula. And so we need a little bit more information on that (laughs) as well. (laughs) You know, here's the beautiful thing about this. We are like siblings, right? And so 
we actually went into this partnership knowing that we were going to love each other. We were going to fight. We were going to agree. We were going to disagree. But above all, we were going to love each other through it, both your prettiness and your ugliness. Mm -hmm. And so we went into this without thinking everything was going to be kumbaya. We knew there were going to be moments of tension and contention, but there were also going to be moments of celebration and triumph. So I think I would say to others, when you go into this, go into it eyes wide open and own your ugliness. Tyan will tell you, I am like very analytical. I'm linear. I'm driven. I'm a bulldog. I have tenacity. You tell me to do something, I'm going to get it done. It doesn't matter who's in my way. I'm going to go over, through, and under. I'm going to get it done. <laughs> and sometimes that tenacity like gets in the way of the work that we're doing. And so I have to own that and say, you know what? Look in the mirror. I'm being a little too tenacious. I'm being a little too much of a bulldog right now. And... Tanya can call me on it. And it's the same way with her. And so I think so much of this is that friends and, and couples go into it thinking this is going to be kumbaya and we're going to be holding hands. It's going to be sunshine. Go into it with your eyes wide open and talk about in the moments that we agree, here's what we're going to do. And in the moments that we disagree, here's what we're going to do. And I think that's so important when you're talking about partnership. But we're siblings. I'm telling you, Ty, husband and I, we're brothers and sisters. I is a sister to my husband. Like we go into it. And then as far as my husband is concerned, <laughs> sometimes my husband is my friend. Sometimes he's my lover. Sometimes he's my business partner. And sometimes he is the person that I do not want to be around. <laughs> and all of those things still make our marriage very strong. So just go into it with your eyes wide open. Yeah, I love that. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, so the other part is you two are relatively new. So when I heard that you were, were besties, I had the idea that you might've been either, you know, college friends or high school friends, but you actually met through your daughter's dance um, interests. Yeah. And so you're relatively new friends. You've been together for just over 10 years or so, about a decade. Yes. And your girls actually brought you together through their love and their interest in dance. Mm -hmm. And so tell the audience, I love the story, but please tell the audience, how it is that you came to starting this business? <laughs> First, I think we have to start with the name, right? We have to start with how we ended up getting the name for the business. And, and then we can go from there. So again, with that relationship, because I was actually new to Houston. I just moved back after being gone for years when I got married. And I came back with my daughter, who was devastated that we took her from New Jersey and all her friends and her life. And we ended up joining the same this dance uh, studio where Daphne and her girls were. And it went from her daughter supporting my daughter through one of her hardest times in her little life. But, you know, she thought life was over wow. to where you would have thought to your point, we had been lifelong friends because that's how close wow. the families became. And so through the dance studio, we were coined the Kashids. Daphne's name, <laughs> Carter. My name is Rashid, and we were the Kashid clan. And who knew that, you know, 10 years later, that would become the name of, of our business. So, <laughs> but yes, we became inseparable. And I, I think Daphne probably became second mom to my daughter before she and I even became friends. And it was the love that wow. she and support she gave her that made us instant friends. Oh. And so it was a trip 
to Italy, right? And there's so many interesting components to to your story because Daphne, you talked about your your grandmother or your, or your grandmother, right? Had a lemonade yes. recipe, and your dad made moonshine. My but uncle. you also did your uncle did did moonshine. But you also did this trip to Italy, right? Where this love of lemoncello and a discussion in Italy turned into, well, let's just start a company. And so what was it about that trip, right? That made, what was the, what was the magical moment in that point that made you decide, yeah, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to start a company, the Kashids. Ty and I, prior to this trip, had always talked about um, putting our hands to purpose. Mm -hmm. We always wanted to do something together, to put our hands and our hearts to purpose. We were spending a tremendous amount of time together and we thought, well, if we're spending this much time together, let's do something with all of this great uh, God-given talent that we have. Fast forward, it was my husband and his twin's brother birthday trip. We go to French Riviera and then a few of us going over to the uh, to the Mafi Coast, Taya and her husband Azine, Stephen and I are there. And uh, as we're walking around Italy, everyone is giving me limoncello. And I had been a limoncello mm. uh, fan for many years. So I, I kind of considered myself, you know, an expert on limoncello. And every store <laughs> I went in, someone would hand me limoncello. And I would actually evaluate or assess the quality of their limoncello. Mm -hmm. And my husband said, remember that serial entrepreneur? He said, you should start <laughs> your own limoncello if you feel this passionate about it, Daphne. Or stop talking to these people about their limoncello. <laughs> So at dinner one night, he says it again, you know, because they're bringing me limoncello and I'm like, oh, you know, tell me what the origin of this lemon is. And mm. he says, you should start your own limoncello. Well, when Taya and her husband joined us at dinner and I, our, I was a few drinks in, I waited for Taya to get a few drinks in. And I said, hey, do you want to start this uh, limoncello? Do you want to have our own limoncello? And Taya said yes to the drink. And I don't think she actually knew what she was saying yes to. And neither did I, right? Because I thought it was fun. We were in Italy. We were on vacation. We had on beautiful sundresses so, and lots of alcohol in us. And so why not say yes to everything, right? Um, but my husband took that yes as if it were a proposal for marriage. And when he got back to the States, within two weeks, we had a bank account. Our husbands were our first uh, funders. We had an LLC. I mean, this thing started rolling. And before we know it, in wow. less than a month, we were headed to Jacksonville to meet with our distillery to really perfect our formula. So it moved pretty fast. But yes, we were in Italy. Um, I proposed to Taya on, would you like to do this together? Yes. Uh, she was absolutely about four drinks in. So she said, <laughs> yes, I was excited. <laughs> and I thought we would have a few years before this thing actually took off. Um, and little did we know in less than a month, we were already in business. Yeah. Absolutely. So even with all of the support, I'm talking about myself now, even with all of the support, I probably wouldn't have chosen a spirit beverage to get into. It's a competitive field. It's male dominated. It's a fickle industry. Um, you know, people can, you know, it's a trendy in industry what made you think or what what continues to drive you in terms of keeping a solid presence in this and staying competitive with all these new brands coming in, all of these major brands coming in? And you're, I mean, like I said, you've already won awards, you're already on shelves. 
what is it that's particular to your brand that you feel that will help it remain competitive? You know, I'm going to start and I'm going to let uh, Daphne chime in. I'm going to start with, I don't think at any point we ever looked at the reasons why we shouldn't or couldn't do it, right? This is what we wanted to do. And we were going to figure out how to make it happen and deal with what whatever roadblocks we met head on along the way. So I don't think at any point we were ever intimidated and in thinking that we shouldn't or couldn't, mm-hmm. right? And I will say quickly and early in, and we go back to that faith, right? He kept laying these boulders and pebbles and just handing them to us. And we were like, no, like we can't even question this. Clearly, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Just like the, the people that ended up supporting us and like giving us like valuable information for free that helped us like accelerate what we were doing. And we were like, like we can't even question this. So I, I think that that elevated us to to even just, just hit go, right? At no point did we question or let anything hinder us from saying, let's do it. So tell us a little bit about the brand and what, what the offerings are when someone is in terms of what's entailed. Absolutely. And this also will go a little into like why we believe this is what we were purposed to do. Mm-hmm. So our girlfriends um, and our circle of friends would come together almost every weekend to really share life together. And sometimes there would be tears and sometimes there would be cheers. And so our brand is actually about the experience and we call it the luxe experience, not luxury in the sense of materialistic things, but luxe in the sense of joy and love and faith. And that every woman deserves to feel like you're golden. God purposed you for great things. So we wanted to share that experience, that luxe sip, that luxe experience with other women. And so our brand is really built on that. The other part of it that I think is so important is that we often say, well, I prayed about this. And I, I you know, I often encourage women to say your prayers, sometimes we, we pray and it's a request to God. And really mm-hmm. a prayer is a conversation with God. And so if you're consistently talking to him and you're truly listening to him, he will pave paths for you and open doors. Mm-hmm. And he'll also close doors that sometimes Ty and I have closed doors and we're like, why did that just happen? Oh my gosh, that's so disappointing. Yet our conversations with him say, well, I'm going to do something different. And we wait in expectancy for that. Mm -hmm. So this brand is about that. Women of faith, really thinking about you deserve the very best in life, even when life is not giving you its very best. You deserve this luck sip. So it's an experience. And that's what the brand is. We have two offerings. We have a limoncello, the traditional limoncello and our berry cello. It's all organic. Our lemons are minor lemons grown in organic um, soil in Florida. Our raspberries are also organic. In fact, the extract for both the raspberry and the limoncello, um, they are extracted from the fruit, refrigerated immediately, and shipped to the distillery. And within 24 hours, they are are produced into the limoncello and the berry cello. Gluten-free, all natural, no food coloring, no additives. So it's a very natural drink. Um, And it can be sipped, shot, or placed in a cocktail so the versatility of the drink represents the versatility of Ty and I. We both are alike in so many ways, and we're also different in so many ways. And we show up for each other whenever we need each other in the way that we need to show up for each other. So that versatility comes out 
in our drink also. And so if you are planning on enjoying this amazing liqueur, um, then just be prepared for a very luxe experience. Yeah. Ty, what in your background do you think prepared you for this, this entrepreneurial journey in your professional background? <laughs> you know, I, my background is in S&D, right? I worked for Frito-Lay, um, executive with them for a while. So that was there. And if you, if you would have asked me when we started this, I don't know if I would have leaned into that. Let me, let me tell you something about this friendship. Daphne Carter, because I, I've been a stay-at-home mom, done the PTO, PTA thing for years. And she challenged me to know that I deserve more. And I think that mm. part of her encouraging me and building me and helping me look beyond what I how I saw myself and what I could be, one, it is why I love her. <laughs> and two, is why even when maybe I feel like maybe I shouldn't be in a room with them because they're all like acknowledging their own rights because of their business background, they support me and lift me up. And, and, I, and I guess they help me find value in myself. <laughs> and so I'm just thankful for this experience. Very good. Daphne, you went through a health crisis as well. Um, and would you share that with, with the audience and how your relationship with Ty and your own faith brought you through that so that you could um, be a force in this business with her? Absolutely. Thank you. So a few months um, into the pandemic, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was certainly um, what everyone shares it to be, a life-altering moment. It was May 1st, 2020. I remember the day uh, because the news actually came out of the blue, like it was surprised. I had gone in for my mammogram. We found a, a bump. We thought it was a cyst. The doctor said, let's get a biopsy. And I had actually like not given it a thought um, afterwards. And so when it came back um, that it was actually cancer, it was in that moment that um, I stopped and I thought about my daughters and I thought about my family, my husband, my mother, my sisters. And I just, I said in that moment, like, it's not my time yet. So I've got to figure out how to fight. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And, you know... That's when people say like, oh, I had faith. And I'll have to say for the first couple of weeks, I couldn't find my faith because I couldn't believe it was happening. And so for those first few weeks, I did lean on Taya and others to be my source of strength, um, to be the person or, or the friends who like encouraged me and poured into me because I really couldn't 
really digest it or find my faith or figure out what I needed to do. I was off balance that someone who had been an executive and in control of everything, you know, God gave me the, here's, here's how you can walk on water with me if you're willing to do it. And the first few weeks I wasn't willing to do it. I was still on the shore trying to figure out why this was happening and hoping I would wake up and it was a dream. Um, And so then with my circle of friends and my mom who came from Georgia and was like, okay, let's fight this thing together. I started to find my strength. And so I went through a two year battle um, and, you know, eight rounds of chemo, almost 40 rounds of radiation, uh, six surgeries. I came out on the other side and it gave me a renewed sense of what life should be what it means to truly be a friend to others, and most importantly, what it means to say to someone in their darkest, darkest moment when they say, I can't find my faith. Before that, this happened to me, I would have said, what do you mean you can't find your faith? Now I say, it's okay. Find your circle because they'll have Mm. enough faith to get you until you find your faith again. Wow. What was that time like for you, Ty? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. (laughs) Listen, I don't know if I even have the right words because I think the hardest part was once she was in the depths of it, letting her determine how we were going to deal with it and address it. Because through all of this, through the chemo and the, and I mean, there were a number of times when she was in like having critical health issues and she had to, like she was in the hospital for weeks at a time, but she was determined to lead every day as if she wasn't battling cancer, right? So we were still in the midst of dance, right? The girls, she was there rhinestoning with the broken boob that was all swollen and pained. But she would not take a step back and she didn't do it with the girls in dance and she didn't do it at work. And so it was it was hard not wanting to like put her in a bubble, (laughs) but she was determined not to be one. Right. So it was letting her lead it while I really just wanted to protect her. But I knew that this is how she had to fight it and get through it to every day walk as if she had already won. And so just, just, so my role at that point was to protect her from others who didn't get it and be there for whatever Mm. she needed, whenever she needed it. And so that was my job and my purpose. Wow. So powerful. (laughs) Wow. And so you created this business really after you came out of, of everything. Was that, would you think that that was part of, um, you know, usually when people go through a life changing situation, either through disease or divorce or, or, or some sort of death in the family, as you said, you see life differently. And so was that part of the inspiration again for starting this, um, starting this business? It was, I think the experience gave me a different perspective on what strength and brilliance and tenacity really truly means. Because previously I relied on like 
my education and my experiences and all of the things that I call like horizontal dependencies, things that are horizontal, like it's earthly. And yet when I had to see vertical dependency, when I truly had to, like Ty said, spend weeks in the hospital, when I had to truly see vertical dependency, my true dependency on God, I started to see things like strength and courage through the lens he wanted me to see it, as opposed to my horizontal like self-dependencies. And so I'm grateful for that because I'm a different person. So I come to this space differently. So I think if we had started the business, and this is why God is so good, if it had happened prior to that, then um, I would probably say, and Taya, it still would have been successful because she's amazing and she's brilliant and she's beautiful. I would have been a deterrent, right? Because I would have been still horizontal dependency. Like on, I got this, mm -hmm. I got this. And now I don't, right? Like he has it. And mm -hmm. so even on our most challenging days, and I'm, I get frustrated. And then I say to him, okay, now I'm frustrated, but I know you don't get frustrated. So I'm going to keep my frustration right here in this moment because I know you're working something else out. Whereas before I would have been trying to work through that frustration on a very horizontal dependency of self. So I think that is what I'll say um, is why like coming out on the other side and starting a business is so different. Oh. Tell us what it was like when you got into your first store. <laughs> It might have been. And how, Tanya, and how did it like, happen? <laughs> Tanya, she's talking about when we first got to our first store. I think you have to like understand. <laughs> we, <laughs> we probably were like in shock that we even had a product. So I think the okay. question becomes what happens when you like opened the first sample that first bottle box. and it was like, <laughs> yes. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is real. Um, and then. Everyone that we talked to, every consultant, every business person, every male dominant person in the industry <laughs> said, it's going to take you two years before you can get into stores. So here's all the things you have to do. Right. And so you remember I told you, Ty and I are both tenacious. Yeah. And they said, it takes two years. Ty and I looked at each other and said, well, sis, how long do you think it should take? And Ty was like, I think it could take about three to six months. I was like, well, let's do it. And that's wow. how it happened. So <laughs> when we got in that first store, it was a challenge that we were we had taken upon ourselves because so many males had told us we could not do it for two years. So I think we got in that first store. We were probably like, mm-hmm, we told you we could do it. You know, kind of like that type of thing. I don't even know if we did that. I was like, okay, we were like, okay, we did it. What's next? <laughs> like, we... Yeah, that's you know it. what? We always have to stop and celebrate the moments. And it's not that we're not appreciative of it. Mm. I don't think we, I, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. Even like when we were on the Today Show, which is a whole other story. Like we left the Today Show and we were like, I'm, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? What do you want to eat? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's, it's not like this, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not like we feel like this was supposed to happen, but it's, it's, I don't know. We don't get caught up in those things. I think we're always thinking about, okay, what do we have to go do next? So we have to stop mm. ourselves to make ourselves celebrate those, those 
I guess what we think are little wins, but they're really huge because they're milestones compared to what the people told us we could and would be doing. I, I don't know. I, I, does that make sense? It's, just, it's the weirdest yeah, thing. No, it absolutely does. It sounds like you are in the flow. Absolutely in the flow. Yes. <laughs> always. And even like the first store, I think was a win. But I think getting into, was it Total Wine back when we went from like two stores to like 20 overnight? And like we celebrated that because it didn't make sense. And we were like, okay, he did it again. <laughs> because there's no rhyme or reason for us going from two stores wow. to 21, right? And I think that's one of those, like, we're like, like these things keep happening. And we're like, okay, this is really what we're supposed to be doing. Because he's like, if you don't believe it. Clearly, I have to keep showing you because <laughs> you're hard in it, <laughs> right? Or, or maybe if I give you something big enough, you'll stop and realize like you're really doing something amazing. So stop really and amazing. celebrate and stop like beating yourself up and always fighting for what's next. <laughs> wow. so, and you also he, won. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Daphne. No, the only thing I was going to add to that is, and you also have to understand that Ty and I as mothers, we want to leave a legacy for our daughters. So a lot of this is actually like modeling for them and being the example for them of what it means to be an overcomer, Mm -hmm. to to like set goals and achieve them, to be in a male dominated um, industry and still be able to succeed. So I think a lot of this is also driven by the fact that we have these young daughters who are looking at us. And why do they have to go out and find role models? Why can't they look at their own mothers um, and see us be a mother, a wife, a daughter, a sister, and feel like this is attainable, like I can actually do it. This is real. This is my mom. And so we also are driven by the legacy part of this. And and, and that's important for me. What would you, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. I was just going to say that for me, I want it, and I and we do have a son, Alex, that we share. That's <laughs> I have a set of twins, but just for them to see that at any point you can pivot and make a change and do something right. different, and not be led by fear or you know mundane consistency. Like at any point you can make this change and do something different, and don't be afraid. Just go, or even if you're afraid, go for it. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? But if you don't try, you'll never know or never succeed. And wanted them to see that. What would you say to, and I'm sure you will, if you haven't already, you will be getting a lot of speaking engagements, but what would you like the message, um, the, the takeaway to be when you get in front of an audience about your story, your brand, the legacy? What would you want the, the takeaway to be? Like there's so many. And I want to hear from both of you. <laughs> like I feel like there are so many points to just to take away from the journey and the friendship and the faith and the. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. What do you think, Dab? I think that's such a loaded question. And, I, and number one, when you listed all of the things, too, it's all what, what I'm so fascinated with that. It is all possible, yes. right? That friendships and ma- friendships with marriages and faith and all of these things that we, a lot of us dream about, right? Like how many times have we heard that we, you know, I want to start a business with my friend. I would love my husband's support in X, Y, and Z. I, you know, I wish I had the faith or I'd like to have the faith to do those things. Mm-hmm. And 
you all are such a great example of how all of that is possible. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think (laughs) I would probably say the takeaway for me is to focus on I call it the destination postcard. Mm -hmm. Some folks call it the solution. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily spend a lot of time, and Tayo will tell you this, I don't necessarily spend a lot of time on the challenges. Mm -hmm. I see the Mm -hmm. challenges as like, what do I need to overcome this challenge? What needs to be true? What needs to happen? Um, And so I think about writing down the the optimal solution for the challenge. Like this is Mm -hmm. the optimal solution for this Mm -hmm. challenge. And then I say, okay, so what must be true in order for this to be possible? And then I set out trying to go about making those things happen. I may not get to the optimal solution, yet I get to a good solution because I've spent so much time focusing on that. So when I think about challenges and I see people saying, well, I wish I had this and I wish I had that. Well, I say, well, what must be true? If you did have, if that were true, like what must be true? And then go about setting those things to be true. So if you want your husband to be a part of your business, and that's a solution. Why is that a solution? What part of him? Let me tell you, my husband has great business acumen. He's also very direct and candid. So I want the business acumen part, but I don't always want the direct candidness part. And so I have to often say to him, I just need the smartness. I don't really need your smartness. Well, I'm saying that to say what must be true. Well, I've got to take both of those things into consideration. And so therefore, I'm constantly saying to him very clearly, babe, I need this part of you to be present right now. This is what I need the most. And here's why. So I just say, focus on the solutions and what must be true. The challenges should be a competition for you. And to say, when I get to the other side, what what am I going to be like? Because you'll get to the other side. Because you will get to the other side. Yeah. What is next for this business? What's the next in terms of its evolution? Have you thought about it? Or are you just taking the steps as they come? I don't, I don't think we ever just take the steps as they come. <laughs> I, I think in the first month, we discussed how many different offerings we want to have just for the liquor, liquor business. And then going back to, you know, I don't know if we discussed how this first started and wanted it to be an experience from the design of the bottle to the the actual recipe that we came up with. We wanted everything to be about that ultimate experience and it all to connect, right? And so we were like, okay, how do, what does, what does, what can this grow into? Like, how does this elevate above just a spirit company? And so like, we have some like big plans down the road, but yes, we have thought way beyond just the, the, the spirit uh, end of the business. <laughs> and so uh, can we get a preview or are we going to have to wait yeah, for the unveiling? Well, I, okay. I, I think here's the thing. So what, uh, what a lot of people may not know is that Ashley Ty and I started this limoncello quote unquote thing as a lifestyle. So there's actually the limoncello life, which is a luxe mm-hmm. life full of faith, fun, and friends. Mm-hmm. And so that lifestyle is actually what a part of it is. It's like branding the lifestyle um, and ensuring that whether it's travel or leisure or home goods, that you experience that luxe um, for it. And then on the offering side, um, as far as the spirits are concerned, Ty is a brown liquor girl. And so a bourbon or a whiskey is, is not far down the road. 
um, for that. And so we'll continue to expand on the spirit side. Just know that we plan to make this a lifestyle. So when you hear the limoncello life, you're like, I'm going to get fun. I'm going to get faith and I'm going to get friends. I also see a book in there. Are you also planning on writing, (laughs) writing a book? You guys definitely have a story to be told. That could actually, I could actually see this becoming a movie too. So I, I think you should definitely, <laughs> and I've never seen that, but I've met a lot of people who want to write books. You guys definitely have, have a, a book and a great story. So I hope that you're going to consider doing that as well. <laughs> well, you know what? We will, we appreciate you yes. pouring into us in that way that's not something we've thought of and that that fills us with humility i have to tell you that like even hearing that fills us with humility because we're thinking we're not that we're not that great (laughs) at least i'm not Uh, yeah yeah you you kind of (laughs) are there's so many there's so many components to um to your story that's 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 good that's instructional that's inspiring and um I think that it would help a lot of people who feel stuck or um, feel that they can't. Uh, I feel like your story could really, um, and will, is is going to. I think that's also going to be a big part of your brand going forward. So um, thank you so much for coming and sharing the story and sharing the energy. You know, all of your interviews I've, I've watched um, you've done, you've gotten so much press already, um, in such a short period of time and it's all fun. It's all high energy. Um, the love between you two is, is so evident. The, the faith you have is so strong. And so, um, we look forward to absolutely having you back to talk about your expense, your expansions, your extensions, um, and the book deal. <laughs> <laughs> so. So. Well, you will not let this book deal go. <laughs> here's the funny thing the funny thing is when we finish this podcast and we call each other afterwards we're going to be laughing at each other because i don't think either one of us have prepared dinners for our family so we're going to be like well what are we gonna get for dinner well wait what did you order for like i'm telling you so you're talking about a book deal this is why we don't think we're a big deal because we don't even have family Guaranteed, though, we'll be able to talk about what cocktail we're going to have. Right, I know that. (laughs) So, you all are based in Houston, right? (laughs) And so, I will be coming by to have a drink with you when I when I when I hit your town. So, but for 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 everybody else, please let them know how we can follow you, support you, um, where the brand is, in in what store, if we can order it online. Please let us know so we can support online you can go to Daphne Limoncello D-A-P as in Paul H as in happy A as in apple N as in Nancy E as in elephant so DaphneLimoncello.com if you are in Houston you can go to Specs any of our spec stores we're in over 30 plus sex spec stores in the state of Texas um, and you can find the Limoncello and the Berry Cello and if you're trying to order it online you can just go to Daphne Limoncello and there is a button for you to click to purchase it online And if you live in the Houston area, we have so many events coming up, including a Galentine's Day at the Warwick Restaurant, Black-owned restaurant in just a few weeks. So come on by and celebrate Galentine's Day with us. If not, watch our website and our social media, uh, Daphne Limoncello, for many events we're out and about. So come by anytime and have a drink with us. (laughs) 
Very good. And what other, what other states are you in? You're in Texas, we're, but are you in Florida also in Florida California. and California? Yeah. Right. In, in specialty stores or? Um, we are in Total Wine in both Florida and California. And we're in some small, um, small package stores in California, particularly um, in the L.A. area. Oh, and we're all good. over Florida. Okay. Well, congratulations, ladies. What a great story. Um, and again, we wish you all the best and look forward to having you back very soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you thank so you. much. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back again next week with another dynamic guest. Take care. The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Aline, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. On social media, on IG, at business underscore first underscore podcast. Follow the Mean O'Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean O'Line Media. Get the Mean O'Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Business First Podcast is a Mean O'Line Media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.